0: Hi, I'm Pastor Nick Monsma from Fresno Christian Reformed Church, and this is what I'm going to call my weekly cleanup from Sunday's sermon, where I'm going to return to the topic of Sunday's sermon to dig a little deeper. Today, I'm talking about a sermon that I preached for January 10th, 2021. This was a sermon on Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 6. The theme of that sermon was that God has stitched us together with the bond of peace. And this bond of peace, it's the love that the Holy Spirit, love for one another that the Holy Spirit creates between us. It's the salvation that Jesus Christ accomplished in his life and work. This bond of peace is the very presence, the peaceful presence of God. This is what God has stitched us together with, like a thread stitching us together. And we need to make sure we don't pull on that thread. So that was what my sermon was about. I invite you to go to our church's website or to our YouTube channel to find that sermon if you haven't heard it. Now, the idea that I want to return to from that sermon is the idea that the church is necessary for salvation. Or, specifically, what I want to look at is this line that we read in our Confession of Faith in the Belgic Confession, Article 28, the line that there is no salvation outside the church. There's no salvation outside the church. Now, when people hear that, sometimes they immediately get uncomfortable, and it's because I think of a common misunderstanding. There's a common misunderstanding of this this idea that there's no salvation outside the church, a misunderstanding that it means that there's no salvation outside of some particular denominational group. And so there are are some denominations, for example, that define themselves as the only true church. Uh, But And I mentioned that in the sermon for January 3rd. But our theological ancestors, the Protestant reformers, emphasized that when we say this, when we say there's no salvation outside the church, we don't mean there's no salvation outside of some earthly institution, some local congregation, or some denomination. We mean there is no salvation outside of the spiritual communion of saints, the, the body of believers that God creates in union with Jesus Christ. That's what we mean when we say there's no salvation outside the church. That still leaves us with a why, though. Why? Why, why do we need to make sure we say this as Christians? What's the, what's the importance of saying there's no salvation outside the church? So let me, I want to give you three reasons why it's important to say this. Uh, first of all, it, it's important to say this, that there's no salvation outside the church simply because it's a necessary truth. It's a, it's a theological reality that's included in the concept of salvation. Salvation in Jesus Christ includes within it the fact that you have been brought into union with the people of God, that you belong to the body of Christ. If you are a person who is saved, you belong to the body of Christ. If you belong to the body of Christ in a true spiritual way, then you have salvation in Jesus. You can't really separate these things. They are they are they're necessarily joined together because they are in some sense the same thing. That's one reason to insist on the truth that there's no salvation outside the tr- church. Another reason to insist that there's no salvation outside the church is to aim at, and this is what I did in the sermon on Ephesians 4, to aim at the individualism of our culture. So I talked about this a little in the sermon, but our culture wants to insist that you can separate having some relationship with other believers and having Christianity. Our culture wants to insist, hey, you can be any kind of person you want to be spiritually in terms of your religious or spiritual practice, and you don't ever have to belong to any particular group. But the Bible teaches the opposite. The Bible teaches us that when we belong to Jesus Christ, God unites us with other believers in a local congregation, that God's sovereignty over our salvation, whereby God brings us faith in Jesus, is attached to God's sovereignty in, in terms of who we are in the world. God also unites us together with a body of believers. Uh, our, our faith in Jesus Christ, uh, the Christian religion, is not something that can be individualized where you can practice it all on your own. So that's a second reason to insist on this idea that there's no salvation outside the church, because if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, if you truly have salvation in Jesus Christ, you, God has already united you together with a local congregation. And it's important for you to listen to God and to discover what congregation that is. So the third reason why we want to insist that there is no salvation outside the church is because this is an important way to emphasize a doctrine known as exclusivism. Exclusivism is the idea that salvation, spiritual salvation, is exclusively provided in faith in Jesus Christ. And this connects to an issue that was raised in a sermon from a few weeks ago when I preached on Matthew 25. And the the issue there was this question, are there anonymous Christians? In other words, are there people who are saved, who are going to be in heaven, but are anonymous in the sense that they have never heard the name of Jesus Christ? So some people think that's what Jesus was teaching when he talked about the day of his return and said that on that day, there are going to be some sheep, the sheep on his right, who, when he tells them, hey, come into my, come into my father's kingdom, because when I was hungry, you fed me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. And there, these sheep are going to respond by saying, Lord, when did we do these things? And some people think that what Jesus is teaching there is that there are some people who will be welcomed into heaven who have no idea who Jesus Christ is, who who've, who who never really were presented with the gospel or or understood it or believed it, but because they did good works, because they lived like Christians, they'll be welcomed into heaven. Some people think that's what Jesus is teaching, but... It's important to recognize that that is not at all what the Bible tells us to believe, what God tells us to believe in his word. That doctrine that there are some people who will be welcomed into heaven for reasons other than faith in the Messiah, that is inclusivism or or universalism, the idea that there are multiple paths to salvation. And we need to recognize a few things. First of all, Jesus taught the opposite of this. Jesus taught exclusivism. No one comes to the Father except through me, he said. We also need to recognize that 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 it is true that that we should be uncomfortable with the idea that there are some people who are are bound for eternal punishment, some people in the world who are headed for eternal punishment, and they've never heard the good news of Jesus Christ. They've never been told about the way out of that punishment. They've never been presented with the possibility of salvation. That should make us uncomfortable, but the right way to respond to that discomfort is not to invent some theology that says, oh, well, there's got to be some escape hatch for them. There's got to be some other way for them to get into heaven because I'm uncomfortable with the idea that some people have never heard of Jesus. No, we don't invent some theology that's not taught in the Bible in order to address our discomfort. Christian theology always has to begin with, with the following premise, or it goes in the wrong direction right away, that, that God would have done no one in injustice if he had sent us, had sent every person to hell for eternity. We all are sinners and deserve eternal punishment. So it is not ever wrong for God to allow someone to continue on that path to hell. We all deserve that. It's not unjust for God to to send people to eternal punishment. Now, we might be uncomfortable with the idea, we should be uncomfortable with the idea that some people are headed to eternal punishment and have never heard about Jesus Christ, but in the Bible, God shows us the solution to this discomfort, and the solution is not some invented theology that finds alternative ways to heaven. The solution is the mission of the church. If if you're uncomfortable with the idea that there are people around the world who are headed to hell because they have never heard about Jesus Christ, well... <laughs> then you need to direct your attention to the church's mission. Then you need to be getting out there and telling people about Jesus Christ. This is what the Bible directs us to. We should be uncomfortable with the idea of sinners being lost. And that should motivate us to go and tell the world about the good news of salvation. Because the truth is, as we say in our confession of faith, there is no salvation outside the church. So we need to be eager to bring the church's message of salvation to the world. So that's my cleanup for today uh, for the sermon on Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 6 for January 3rd, 2021. I'm going to be doing these sermon cleanups every week uh, as a preface to dinner time devotions on Wednesday night. So you may have noticed that's maybe where you heard this first. And so I, I encourage you to tune into dinner time devotions a few minutes early to catch uh, the sermon cleanup as you wait for me to show up live on Wednesday evening for our devotions and our time of prayer. Hope you've enjoyed this and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon.